0: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, boys and girls, to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, the Yap Boys, Summit and Thunmit, we are back. What up, Summit? what up bro what's going on man happy thursday to you it's almost friday how's your week week so far
1: yes sir it's been a busy week man yeah uh, actually it's been a busy week but like it's a good thing right because it makes the week go by quicker so yeah i can't really complain too much
0: i prefer the busier days and the busier weeks to like the ones where i'm bored and don't have enough work to do yeah Those go by way slower. I can't stand being bored, man. I get anxious. (laughs) Yeah. Now, like,
1: because, you know, because everybody's working from home, my company is completely remote. So, like, I never really have to go into an office unless I want to, which why would I want to? You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm extra tired this week. (laughs) And I think I know why.
0: Because you haven't left the house.
1: No, it's not only that. It's just like you know because this like we talked about it on on previous episodes. If people want to like go back and listen, yeah, where we've talked about this whole new trend of you know companies working from remotely essentially, and instead of working from home, it's you're technically living at work, right? Right. So you're always accessible. You're always around a device right. that's connected, right? So there's really no excuse for you to not be around, right? Right. But you know, there, people do have like this respect of. Understanding that there's certain working hours and then there's certain off period hours, right? And so so far things are going well from that perspective like people are very respectful of that Yeah, but I still feel like you know as soon as I step away for a minute. It's like okay Am I gonna get a message what right after I step mm, away? Am I gonna yeah. have to check some email or like do something like yeah, it's a you little find bit, yourself it's,
0: working more rather yeah. than compared to when you were going into an office
1: which is interesting because back when, you know, life was normal, people were going to offices and, you know, real estate was being utilized correctly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the people had issues or companies sometimes would have an issue with like this work from home concept, right? Because it's like, oh, you're going to work from home. That means you're not going to be as productive. Well, it's right. like, what is everybody doing now? Look at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sort of at an impasse right now because uh, we had a we had a department meeting the other day, and my boss was kind of like, I feel like she was kind of hinting at me because we were talking about, you know, like the office space and people coming into the office. And our office has been open technically for a while now. Uh, nobody really goes in. Maybe like four or five people go in, maybe less than 10 employees total as opposed to like the 150 that normally would be going in. Right. Uh, and like... I don't know. She kind of just said some stuff that I was like, hmm. I was like, I think she wants me to start coming back in, <laughs> but you know, she, she sort of like sugarcoated it with whenever you're ready to return. And so now I'm at this impasse where I, I want the vaccination because I want to go back and travel. I want to start traveling again. And, you know, right. and obviously it just, just for in general. So I don't get the virus, but then I'm just like, "Uh, if I get the vaccination, does that mean I have to start going back into the office cuz I'm kind of really Do not have a reason to not yeah. either? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of really comfortable in this new life I've created for myself. Do I really want to go back in? And you know, like when you go back in, I don't know, like I I'm I'm reminiscing back to like the old days when you have to show up on time and shit, you know. And, like, yeah. even though I don't have meetings or I don't really have work to do, like, you have to be there at 9 a.m. or 8.30 a.m. or whatever right. just because those are normal work hours. And so you're, like, stressing to get out of the house in the morning, not eating breakfast properly. And, like, yeah. you know, you wake up in, like, a panic usually. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. It's true. Especially me because I'm not a morning person. So Neither am I. Now I'm just, like, torn. I'm, like... <laughs> can I uh, put off this vaccination for long or get it and not tell anybody or like what's, what should I do?
1: Bro, I don't think you need to tell anybody. I tweeted this the other day and I, I mean, I thought it was funny. I wasn't taking shots at anybody, but I was like, yeah. look, all these people that are posting their Instagram vac- or vaccination cards on Instagram, I'm like, you know, you could get vaccinated without doing that. Right? Like, <laughs> it's not a prerequisite. The doctor will let you leave the office and be vaccinated without posting that card.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. I think a so lot of people So I don't think you need to really tell people, people that. Well, because it's such a it's like a political statement almost like it's it's, it's almost just like flex, saying man. who That's I voted all it is. for, like you know what I mean? It's like, just
1: a flex. Cause yeah, it's I like, guess. "Oh, look, technically I wasn't supposed to get the vaccine cuz I'm not at that stage yet, but yeah. here here I am with the vaccination." I am it's jealous, jealous like, of those people right.
0: though. I'm kind of jealous of the people that are vaccinated now. I'm just like, "Damn, why don't I have that?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, but like, you know, are are they doing anything different yet? Probably not, right? Are they going out with like reckless abandonment and like I don't know. trying to live their life pre-COVID? Are they style going or out no? there like,
0: just licking doorknobs and toilet seats right away? <laughs> Eating bat soup? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man, I can't wait to be vaccinated so I can f- eat bat soup again. <laughs> the
0: first thing I'm doing is get me some bat soup. <laughs> Flying to moonshine. craving it for China. a whole year.
1: Craving it for the whole year, man. (laughs) Um, We're
0: going to a cave. Just go chill with some bats and shit.
1: But, yo, know, to, to go back to what you were talking about in terms of uh, you being targeted, essentially, about, you know, going back to the office, yeah. I don't think you're being targeted. I think what, no, what no. companies are facing right now is this issue of, you know, justifying whether they need their workspaces or not, right? Yeah. If, people are, if everybody can work from home and be equally as productive, what justification is there for maintaining a space, right? Uh, and so yeah. cut costs on rent, cut costs on other operational overhead and things like that, right? It makes sense. Like, it's a concern. But if they feel like productivity has taken a hit and they would prefer for people to be in the office which i'm sure could be the case yeah then you know it makes sense to want to put people put that in people's mind that hey listen like the offices are going to be open or are already open right you were saying yeah start making your way in you don't have to be there every single day but at least you know abide by some kind of hybrid schedule which is what a lot of companies are doing now anyway right i just happen to be lucky that i don't have to do that
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's just that i've made my life so convenient for myself because i still have the luckily i'm you know grateful for it but i still have the work home separation because i work Mm -hmm. out of the root Gear warehouse and which which is literally across the street from where i am so right this my commute is like literally two minutes and you know i'm never rushing to get there and when i'm hungry like if i want to you know, come home for lunch. I just pop over for lunch real quick and then head back to work. Yeah. Um, So I've kind of gotten really comfortable in this, this new normal. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what happens later this year. Once the vaccinations are rolled out and stuff and people start going back into the offices, see how things change. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, But speaking of that, uh, (laughs) Texas, it, you know, for for once, I, you know, we're not talking about Florida because usually we're talking about Florida, but Texas is now like completely open. The governor announced he's removed the statewide mandate for a mask and everything is open. One hundred percent. Yeah. And I find that to be very interesting, a very interesting move on Texas I don't know if
1: interesting part. is the right word. I think <laughs> stup- stupid <laughs> and idiotic is the correct terminology that should be utilized. There's really no justification, Bro, we were, man. We're
0: almost there. Like, almost there. Literally, vaccinations are going out daily. Like people are saying yeah, by the end of the summer fact, in the next few months everyone can be vaccinated whatever whatever and he's just like yeah nah i don't feel like waiting what the fuck bro
1: <laughs> yeah i didn't even hear what ted cruz's like justification on that was but um, you know florida is looking at texas like yo i see you oh
0: well, i i think florida's we're, already we're about do doing that but I, they're, yeah. they're just not like do like we were listening to you told me about this or no uh, Somebody else told me about this. They were listening to uh flagrant podcast with Andrew and Akash. And because um, they were down in Miami or still in Miami or whatever. And they were talking yeah. about how there were places in Miami that they would go to that they were like, you can't come in with a mask. Like masks are not allowed. <laughs> 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 Miami has rules in places where you cannot wear a mask not hey you have to wear a mask or a mask is optional but it is strictly prohibited so that's just
1: here here's here's my like empathetic view on that right well i wear a mask uh my beard gets messed up right it creates a lot of moisture inside it's uncomfortable right imagine that in fucking florida Oh right? yeah. So yeah. I can completely agree that yes, masks. Should, no, I'm just kidding. Is, is,
0: <laughs> but is, I can compl- is, I can understand why it's happening. Is Florida like happening. a tent? Because you know, earlier last year we discovered that COVID does not enter tents. Apparently, <laughs> 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 because literally every restaurant set up a tent outside their own restaurant. Yeah. And it was an enclosed space and set up tables and chairs. As if it was an actual restaurant, except it was a tent, and they were like, "This is outdoor dining," and I'm like, "This is just a, (laughs) this is just indoors outdoors, just outdoors." Yeah.
1: All you did was you took that one room and moved it outside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All of Florida is basically a tent. It's cool, guys. There's no COVID here.
1: Yeah, I think like New York City right now looks very similar. Right? There's like these random like setups outside on the streets, Mm -hmm. sidewalks, and stuff that people are are utilizing and. Eating indoors, just separated from the outdoor facility. Yeah. Or what? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, you, don't, you get what I mean. Eating outdoors, but, yo,
0: but indoors.
1: <laughs> I think what's interesting is like countries like India, for example, right? and we yeah. only know this because you know, I have family in India, but um, they are essentially at a point of herd immunity. Pretty much, there's yeah, like, COVID is not so. a risk anymore, supposedly, right? I still don't know how true that is, but that's what I've been told. And that's what I've been reading as well, right? And some, I think it was CNN or some somebody like posted something about that, how people are essentially living their normal everyday lives in India because everybody has essentially either gotten it or they have attained herd immunity, right?
0: Their, their immune levels in general in India are a lot higher than Americans. Like, Americans I feel like are, it's the opposite. Really? I feel like India, because there's just so much pollution and so many sanitiz- sanitary mm. sanitization issues or whatever, hygiene issues in India, like, I feel like people's immune levels are just higher in general. I mean,
1: that could be true. That could make sense. But there's actually. also
0: a lot more vitamin D there. I don't know if you need yeah. that, but.
1: <laughs> you do. It's They actually do say that vitamin D and zinc are like, yeah. Uh, safeguards against these types of viruses and yeah
0: we wouldn't last if we went to india we wouldn't be a part of this herd immunity thing we would get it like as soon as we land 100 (laughs) (laughs) percent.
1: it's like when you step off that plane you get that waft of the air you also get COVID at the same exact time
0: (laughs) dude i'll tell you a story when i was a kid uh i remember landing at that delhi airport and like the air there is different you know this like oh yeah, yeah it's just it's like thick it's it's just different i remember it smells terrible it, it smells terrible <laughs> i fucking landed when i was a kid i must have been like seven or eight i want to say and as soon as i landed got off the plane we were walking towards baggage claim and that whiff of hit just air just hit yep. me and i wrecked so hard just puked everywhere <laughs>
1: At least you didn't feel it until you got to baggage claim. I yeah. remember last time I went, as soon as I stepped on the plane, off the plane rather, to yeah. the jet bridge. Yeah. That's as soon as it hit oh, me. Oh my god. Because the like the jet bridge door was open, like <laughs> yeah. the side door. Yeah.
0: yeah and yeah.
1: oh my God, bro. Like yeah. it literally does smack you in the face when it you feel does. it does.
0: It fucking hits you pretty hard, man. It's a it's a different smell. <laughs> it's a just a yeah. different air there. Um craziness. What else is going on in the world these days that we need to talk about? Oh, did you see um did you see the uh flight test for the latest what is it called? SN ten now, I guess, from SpaceX from Elon Musk?
1: I did indeed. Because you <laughs> just sent it to me before we started recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't blow our cover, cement.
1: <laughs> Whatever, bro. This is raw and unfiltered. <laughs>
0: like the air in india
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i read somewhere somebody said something about how like yo i can't wait to raw dog air again (laughs) (laughs) i was like this is the most relatable thing i've ever read
0: yeah bro but tell me why this this landing of this fucking spacecraft looks like it came out of a 90s bollywood film like (laughs) what is it about this video that makes it look like it's made up that it's not It looks like
1: the most fake landing it it looks like a simulation like a computer simulation yes like it's completely cgi'd nothing actually took place they just made this contraption happen in like adobe illustrator or something yeah that's all it looks like but yeah i I don't Why know, is man. That? Why I feel is like, that?
0: Why does it look like that? I don't know. It, it looks like, like a fucking how... uh, Shaktiman video <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> looks like one Bro, of those I Indian feel like... superheroes is going to pop up out of the yeah. out, out of the top of the fucking thing.
1: Um, I feel like that, uh, what's it called? This is how people felt when like, the original moon landing happened. Yeah. And everybody thought it was like a Hollywood ploy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I never believed them, but now I'm just like, you know, um, maybe, maybe they are making this shit up. Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell, like, I, obviously, like, we read into it a little bit, obviously it was real and all that, but yeah. just the video itself, for whatever reason, yeah, everything in the background looked really, like, pixelated and granulated, yeah. and then the image of the ship itself was completely, like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like the video was from 2000 <laughs> And the contraption was tr- from 2021 Yeah
0: I mean. The way that shit drops like horizontally Did you see that? That shit is crazy yeah. man it just looks Well they've like been like working on that for a while Giant turd right? in the sky Just dropping horizontally is weird
1: You think it looks like a turd? I think it looks like a penis
0: It looks like a dildo it, like, it's, the very way- <laughs> it's very phallic It's very Elon Musk's big ass dick in the sky <laughs> <laughs> figure out how to make it land genius bro in
1: case you were wondering whether elon musk had an ego now you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my anyway speaking of stuff that you see on twitter did you see this earlier today chuck e cheese tweeted out that chuck e has died
1: yeah bro i saw that what was that about did you look into it (laughs)
0: no i didn't look into it i just thought it was fucking hilarious it was so cryptic i was like what the hell's going on why is this let me look into it a little bit deeper let's see what's going on here
1: yeah i meant to look into Uh, it i didn't get a chance to i forgot but i was like this is like a very morbid tweet why would somebody say this and it got like a shit ton of likes for some reason too
0: bro it's at like three hundred and seventy six thousand likes that's insane (laughs) That's an entire generation of kids, though, because, like, we grew up on Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, like, even before I came to America, there was, like, a fake-ass version of Chuck E. Cheese in Kuwait that we used to go to.
1: <laughs> what was it, Cheesy guess, Chuck?
0: Like? <laughs> <laughs> it was something stupid, like Hungry Bunny or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that doesn't even flow well. What the hell? <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. It was dumb. But then when I came here, I was like, oh, this is the real deal. That's cool. <laughs> So apparently, you know, they're tweeting out mad funny shit. Uh, they also tweeted out, Ronald McDonald is not welcome at tomorrow's funeral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so it turns out this is a parody account.
0: Yeah, it looks like it. Who's Jojo Siwa?
1: She's like a, a YouTuber for like l- young kids. I th- she used to do like toy reviews.
0: Oh, they said we're humbled to announce that Jojo Siwa will be giving Chucky... Chuck E's eulogy. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking stupid. (laughs) That was tweeted this morning. Yeah, man. Oh, yesterday, last night. Oh, no, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one was tweeted last night. I mean, no, this morning. Man, uh, so it turns out, I thought they were, like, killing off the logo, and this was their way of, like, refreshing it, but, like, why would you tweet that out to kids? You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Or I guess maybe kids aren't the target market for that tweet, but now it makes sense that it's a parody account.
0: But Horrific, bro. Our entire childhood is attached to that shit.
1: To be honest with you, I've only been to Chuck E. Cheese like twice in my life. Really? We had like other, I wouldn't call them knockoff, but like similar types of places uh, oh, where people okay. would have their birthday parties and all that same exact concept. Yeah. There's no Chuck E. You know what I mean? like <laughs> There was no mouse or rat to- involved, whatever he is.
0: Mouse <laughs> Mouse <laughs> or rat What is he? I don't know Is it like a street rat Or like a fucking house mouse Nobody's ever questioned um, it <laughs> No <laughs> Also a really weird Thing to use as your mascot A fucking rodent You know Like that's weird Yeah Who's weird
1: Who decided that this was the Like lovable character That would represent kids fun All over the country Like <laughs> you know what I mean like, <laughs> fucking mouse (laughs) then
0: again i guess tom and jerry was jerry's technically a mouse that's true that's crazy oh did you see the the live action tom and jerry movie came out i haven't
1: seen it yet but i did see the uh the announcement for it i want to watch it actually i grew up watching tom and jerry my dad still loves tom and jerry which is kind of funny yeah
0: he it was like really your dad's does he still
1: watch it he doesn't like i don't think he still watches it but i remember like up until a certain age i think we were like 13 or when i was like 13 14 he was still watching it here and there, right? Because I think <laughs> it is like nostalgic for him. He grew up watching it yeah. in India. It was like one of the few things that was like yeah. American back then. You know what I mean?
0: And it transcended all language barriers because there was no fucking English in it. There was no, there was there was no, no dialogue dialogue at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember watching it in Kuwait too. It was great. It was the best.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to watch it though. It's in 4K on HBO. I don't have yeah, a 4K TV, sense. so I'll watch it on my laptop. You come <laughs>
0: over and then uh, log into your HBO Max and never log out. <laughs> <laughs> Just, tell me, Just tell me straight up you want the password. Just tell me straight <laughs> up. Yo, you're going to have to kick off my brother and my sister-in-law.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they already got kicked off because I ended up changing the password. But I also, like, sometimes Ooh. it automatically updates on the app if it's uh, through Apple TV. So Damn. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah.
0: Anyway. I don't know how to break it to him. I think when they move, we'll break it to (laughs) him. It's like, oh, I don't know what happened. (laughs) You lost a connection? I don't know. Uh, Speaking of new movies, uh, the new Biggie documentary just came out on Netflix. Uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but I watched it last night. Uh, Definitely worth a watch, dude. Uh, I thought it was pretty well. Pretty well made.
1: Did you learn anything new that like we didn't already know from all the previous media that's been out there?
0: So the only so okay, my only other frame of reference for Biggie was actually the notorious big movie that came out in the early 2000s, and that was like one of my. what that movie was so good! Trash. I love that movie, bro. What? You don't like that movie? <laughs> I do not like that movie. You know, like know what's movie. hot garbage? Don't say trash. You know what's hard ga- hot garbage is the Tupac movie that, that came out. That was even worse. That was the worst cinematic experience I've ever had in my life. I like worse than. I don't you? even know what to compare that shit to, but like. The worst.
1: But the question is, did you watch that in theaters or did you like watch it somewhere else? In
0: theaters, because I was a true fan. I was super excited. I was like, it's Pac. You know, we got to go to theaters. We got to go watch it. And I took a bunch of my friends and we all went and the disappointment was unreal. Like it was such a, Terrible, terrible, terrible movie. I
1: right, see, I waited till it hit like streaming services or I think on demand, I can't remember which one it was exactly, but I remember starting it and then falling asleep within the first 15 20 minutes, and I wasn't even tired.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I watched it in theaters, it such a waste of money. It was a terrible movie. I also don't, it was just so poorly made. Yeah, and it was just like, I remember this is what my main complaint was back then. I remember I was like you had one job which is to make people cry when he gets killed like that's it <laughs> it, it shouldn't be that hard we all know it's coming yeah but like you know you have to you have to feel that emotion in the audience and they just right. failed and it was just so whack
1: see i feel like they, um, sometimes they they have this great idea that oh this was a uh, you know a great character that we can portray in a you know biopic or whatever and yeah the writing then suffers. Like, for whatever reason, the writing is yeah. absolute shit. It becomes, like, the courtiest movie ever. Actually, now that I think yeah. about it, Notorious wasn't that bad, right? It was actually pretty decent. No, it
0: wasn't. It was decent. It was a good movie.
1: The one other hip-hop movie that I really liked was Get Rich or Die Trying.
0: Oh, you're not gonna say 8 Mile because Eminem's not your favorite rapper? Eminem was... 8 Mile was a great movie whether you like Eminem or not <laughs> 8 Mile was a great fucking movie
1: For what the movie is yeah it was a great movie I agree with you
0: Thank you <laughs> Get Rich or Die Trying was an amazing movie too I love that movie It yeah. was a great movie
1: Straight out of yeah. Compton was awesome amazing I felt like they movie. did a great yeah. job You know the the, the, the other thing that with the, these movie. movies is sometimes like historically they change some of the details to fit in better with like the movie storyline so not everything right. happens exactly the way it's portrayed in a movie, like a biopic like that, right? And so that's right. why like with, with the, the Tupac one, Tupac was it was either it had potential to be amazing or it had the potential mm. to be the absolute absolute worst movie ever made, right? Like that it caliber. It was also
0: politics. The the guys that made straight out of Compton were gonna make a Tupac movie. Yeah. And then um I don't know if it was p diddy or somebody else like whoever made that tupac movie kind of like rushed the production and jumped the gun because they wanted be be the ones to 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 have the tupac movie or whatever and they failed at it miserably did you know what they do
1: or what they did with the character which character the tupac's character like the person the actor who actually played him no what did they do so he looks like tupac but he doesn't yeah, sound like Tupac. Yeah, that was like a great Tupac. casting. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was
0: a great casting. So he they dubbed his,
1: like but they dubbed his the audio with somebody else's voice for Tupac. Oh
0: shit! That's really?
1: why. Yeah. So as soon as I heard that they were doing that, because it had like that news came out before the movie, I think came yeah. out right.
0: When yeah. I heard that, I was like,
1: I knew this is gonna be a shit movie.
0: Because how are you gonna yeah. just do that? The Snoop casting was kind of weird though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that movie because that movie was such <laughs> trash. But last night I watched the Biggie documentary. It was really cool. It wasn't like super emotional or anything. It was very good in the sense that you got direct interviews from a lot of his uh really really close friends mm-hmm. um and people that were like with him the whole time. You saw a lot of um like just camcorder handheld video camera footage from his boys from his crew right uh you got interviews from his mom which was amazing interviews from his friends like i said uh there was an interview with diddy Mm -hmm. uh, and a couple other guys and they and they kind of built the timeline actually they they like you know started with him at a very early age like age 12 or something or whatever and they just like it was it was very good like in 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 documentary style like this was him at age 12 this was him at age 14 16 19 20 like all of that right um so i thought it was really well made definitely uh, definitely something for people to check out if you haven't checked it out definitely go check that out man um, it's
1: definitely on my list of things to watch or yeah i guess watch yeah. it for this weekend um that's the thing man now that i like we have we're always at home now and this whole pandemic is literally like it's all about consuming all this like content on Netflix and social media and all that whatever right I have to like literally keep track of what I've watched and what I haven't watched because I've gone back into Netflix and be like oh this looks really interesting and I start watching it I'm like I've already already seen this like why am I watching (laughs) this (laughs) again?
0: Sometimes you get so much anxiety from flipping between stuff trying to figure out what to watch, you just end up watching something that you've already seen because of the right. familiarity. You're like, yeah. you know what? Let me just watch something again because I don't want the tension or the fucking stress of finding something new to watch. Right. But uh, going I just back finished, to the. Uh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, going back to the, the biggie thing real quick. The one artist that I really want to see a great biopic made about is Jay Z.
0: Mm hmm yeah
1: right he's it, done so much He hasn't
0: had anything like that in a long time
1: yeah i mean he's done some like you know documentary style videos for certain album releases or around certain albums but right, right. nothing to the extent of like an official biopic obviously you know th- maybe that's in the works i don't know but it would have to be something yeah. that they absolutely nail because one mm. he's still alive right two He's yeah. done so many different things. Like, how would you even cover all of that in a biopic? Uh, yeah. Right? That's the more crazy. recent thing is his stuff with uh, his uh, champagne brand. I don't know if you heard about this. But he sold uh, his Ace champagne brand, Ace of Spades, to LVMH, the Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy brand, right? Oh, shit. And I think it was for a lot of money. I don't remember exactly how much it was, right? But in addition to that, obviously, we know his stake in his... Uh, What's it called? Title, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now... And he was just broke too. <clears throat> yeah,
1: and now Square just put in a $297 million investment to buy ma- the majority share of Title.
0: Yeah, he's always making just crazy, mad money moves, man. He's truly like a fucking tycoon in the industry, like a tycoon. hundred
1: percent. It's very rare Killer, that you hear like, like anything outside of business when you attach it to Jay-Z's name.
0: Yeah, and that's so crazy that literally his timing was he started rapping literally around the same time that Pac and Biggie were at their prime Mm -hmm. and right before they died, you know, like right around that time. And so even in the Biggie documentary, they were talking about how there were rappers that existed in those early 90 years, Mm -hmm. in the early 90s when Big and parkour rhyming, but majority of them were taking after in terms of style. They were taking after the style that was created in the 80s, in the late 80s. You know, so Big Daddy Kane, uh, Rakim, KRS1, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these two guys just had a completely different approach to rap. Yeah. Their melodies were completely different. You know, their flow was completely different. Their originality was insane. They right. didn't sound like anyone else before them. And then I feel like Jay-Z was kind of similar in that sense. Like, you know, he didn't try to sound like Big E or Pac and just came out the gates completely original. Right. Um, you know, and and he became a... He survived, really. Like, you know, right, and right. more than anything, him and Nas survived. Um him more than Nas I don't think Nas is nearly as successful as Jay-Z in terms of business
1: no definitely not I mean even Nas's legacy now I feel like every time he releases an album his legacy takes a little bit of a hit and that's kind of sad yeah, to say does. but and, and you know, I'm sure people out there probably don't agree but this is how I feel about it right? like I'm not really I don't really resonate with his music anymore um, yeah but with Jay-Z man his style I,
0: hasn't changed he hasn't yeah it's just like he, he didn't evolve as nicely
1: right he tried to have kanye produce one of his albums that was i forgot what the album was called now but um i thought it was trash it was probably one of the worst projects i've heard from nas
0: this was, was in this like few years ago when kanye was producing like three major albums at the same time yeah him yeah. cuddy and push somebody else push it yeah yeah um yeah that album was not that great i remember listening to it um It's sad, but, I mean, Nas is still a legend for for what he is. I feel like one of his greatest albums in this day, in modern history or whatever you want to call it, modern day, uh, was Distant Relatives, the one he did with Damien Marley. I think that is by far, that is comparable to the work he did in his prime back then. um, You're saying a more recent
1: project versus his older stuff right yes like those okay.
0: two compare like that okay. was fucking fire that album is fire this i thought arises. it was
1: good i i would agree i think that's a fair assessment i think uh untitled was actually pretty good too untitled oh, okay. has one of my favorite songs of all time on it hero with uh carrie hilson uh
0: yeah wasn't that a soundtrack for something too i think they oh, ended up using it, it later like a, for
1: a soundtrack but yeah
0: yeah some movie that they used it for i forget which one I, I want to I, say Black Panther.
1: No, it wasn't Black Panther. Black Panther no. was much later. I think it might have been oh. uh, I Am Legend. No, oh, okay, Hancock. Maybe. Hancock. I don't know. I can't oh, remember. Something
0: can't, like that. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind.
1: <laughs> but um,
0: speaking of soundtracks, Jay Z's American Gangster is still one of the most underrated soundtracks and albums of all time. Like, an amazing album, an elite, elite album. soundtrack. Yeah, crazy good album.
1: And that's hard to say about soundtracks, right? Most soundtracks are not usually that good.
0: Yeah, most soundtracks don't live... I agree. Most soundtracks don't really... Except maybe Black Panther was an amazing soundtrack too. Had a lot of good features. Black Panther was like the next...
1: I think that was the next on the list in terms of top tier soundtracks, right? Because Kendrick yeah. Lamar was the executive producer on that. He's the one who put it together, yeah. got all the artists involved, and you know made that come to life. And I think we all know that he's a an artistic genius from a musical standpoint. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I would agree that it's very hard to nail a solid soundtrack, top to bottom, um, especially for like movies that are so like, what's the word, like. Um, historic i guess or uh yeah you know what i'm saying like i forgot what the word, or, what yeah. word i'm trying to get at but you you get the the gist of what i mean um yeah 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 there's just yeah i i feel like people try they fail it is what it is soundtracks sometimes yeah. people listen to them most of the time they don't right it's, no. it's not
0: I, I always like looking it up like even i just finished watching all american the series on mm-hmm. netflix yeah amazing fucking two seasons I, are they making a season three because i hope season they
1: three is already airing on tv so the way it works for netflix is oh, once the season is done on shit. tv then it goes to netflix
0: oh shit yeah damn I can't wait for it to come on Netflix then, because that's a fucking amazing series. Yeah. Um. But the soundtrack was so amazing, like all the all the songs they would always play. I, I caught myself constantly going, "Hey Siri, what song is this?" and pointing my phone to the TV. You don't even need <laughs> to do then, that anymore. Well, then I was like, fuck, this is dumb. Then I just went on Spotify. I was like, there has to be a playlist of all these tracks somewhere already. And yeah. there was. And I was like, oh, I'm dumb. Why am I fucking individually finding these tracks? But Bro, like, I'm going to throw you playlist, in on a dude.
1: secret that most people don't know. Oh. Do you have Shazam on your phone?
0: Well, yeah, I think it's Shazam. Whatever. Like, when you say, hey, Siri, what song is this? I think it goes to Shazam.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they utilize. There, there's probably some integration there, but if you have the app itself on your phone rather than going to hey siri you can add a a button on your control center on your iphone so that you just click on it and then it runs in the background and whatever Ah. song it recognizes it shows you as a notification
0: oh nice yeah I want them to integrate that with Spotify. That'd be fucking dope. That way, it, like, automatically adds it to my Spotify playlist.
1: I think it what it does is, uh, if you open Shazam after it's recognized the song, it'll give you a list of all the different platforms that you can uh, mm, listen to that okay. song on. So I know Apple Music You're right, is on there.
0: Right now, it just says Apple Music. Right now, it gives me the Apple Music option. I'm just like, then I go look it up on Spotify. Exactly. <laughs> uh speaking of spotify uh did you see the girl that applied for a job at spotify with her resume themed as spotify did you see that one
1: no what that's that, that sounds, sounds dope what
0: oh dude it's fucking sick i I'm gotta to show this it right yeah i'm gonna send it to you on twitter take a look it's fucking awesome dude this was like the best thing on the internet today um this girl's applying for a job at spotify And her resume, the whole theme looks like the Spotify theme. (laughs) So it's got like that, you know, black and gray gradient with like the green buttons and the white text and everything. It's fucking tight, dude. Super, super cool.
1: Did she get the job? I don't know. Oh, wow. This is sick. Right? (laughs) Yo, I'm about to change my resume right now. (laughs) I'm not even applying to jobs, but I'll do it. (laughs) This is really cool yeah i i think it's you know now now that we've brought it up you know the professional yeah. environment these days you have to figure out ways to stand out right and this is yeah i man. can't think of a better way to apply to a company than making your resume reflect the same ui ux that you would see through the app itself right that the the same company that makes the app yeah. I think it's great, man. That's I hope she got the Isn't job. Insane. She deserves that. I hope that. she
0: gets it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out. I don't. To her. I don't even
1: care what the content of her resume is. She deserves that job. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's she's got like almost three hundred thousand likes on that on 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 Twitter. Uh, I saw it pop up on LinkedIn too, randomly. So it, it's definitely making its way around the internet. Um, craziness. Um, I love Spotify.
1: She listed as love, one of her love skills, love uh, UI, UX research. Yeah, no shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shout out to uh, University of California, Irvine. That's where she, uh, yeah, that's that's where her she got alu her undergrad. <laughs> that's her alu mutter. <laughs> Is that what she said? Yep. <laughs> Yo, she's so young. Like, holy shit. She's graduating this June. That's fucking crazy. She's
1: already got a startup, too.
0: Damn, dude. Her GPA is not that great, though. So like...
1: <laughs> what, are you screening her resume on the spot right now?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going through her resume. You were looking at it, so I okay. started looking at it. Okay,
1: but a BS in physics? Come on. Let's go. I'm hiring yeah, her. Yeah, I know.
0: I, I, yeah, I'm not... Physics is like... That shit don't make sense to me. <laughs> I remember taking it in undergrad. I'm pretty sure I failed it. <laughs> I should probably not publicize these things. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, Speaking of music, since we're already on this topic, a lot of music to talk about today. I like that. Yeah, Um, it's
1: a good theme. We're we're
0: preparing for new
1: drops tomorrow. Drake is dropping uh, Scary Hours 2 at midnight tonight.
0: People are are going nuts about that. That's all over the internet. Yeah, Uh,
1: by the time people hear this, it'll already have been out.
0: Yes. So what are we thinking? Is it going to be uh, NEP? Is it going to be one track, two tracks, four tracks? What are we looking forward to? What what do we think is going to happen?
1: I think he's going to stay uh constant with like or uh what's it called i think he's gonna say consistent with his theme of uh when he released scary hours the first time um it was two tracks diplomatic immunity and god's plan then eventually scary hours got phased out and then diplomatic immunity was a single and god's plan got roped up into uh scorpion as a as a just one of the tracks right so i my guess here is that it's going to be something similar. I think it's going to be two tracks, two track EP. Um, yeah. Very so similar to what he did last that time. that
0: format. Yeah, keeping that format. Okay.
1: And then what he did after Interesting. that Interesting.
0: You was, never know. You never know. Yeah. He might drop a whole, you know, EP. Like, he might have four or five tracks. Who knows?
1: If I recall correctly, last time he dropped Scary Hours was in a, on. I uh, I don't remember the exact date, but it was in February. And then he dropped Scorpion okay. in June. So, yeah, that's what? six Three months in between? I'm hoping but he was
0: supposed to drop Certified Lover Boy in January. Yeah,
1: that I was expecting him to push it back, but so Scorpion he got he had to push back as well. But that's because the whole beef with Pusha T popped off, right, and so right, he had right. to he yeah. decided to like rework the album a little bit. Um, but I'm hoping that he doesn't take like three months to drop Certified Lover Boy this time around. Um, yeah. So let's see, man. I'm excited. A lot of people are already reaching out to me like, yo, do you got the leak? You got the leak? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> Not this time.
0: Do you know if Jazz has any tracks uh, on the upcoming album or anything that he's worked on with him? Not anything? that
1: I'm aware of, but I also don't think he knows yet. Like, He usually doesn't find out until like the album drops sometimes, so <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> right, right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's um, crazy.
0: Yeah. Speaking of uh, albums, recent albums uh, My boy Prabhdeep from, from Delhi From India Fucking dropped a solid 15 track album um, Yesterday? Yeah, just yesterday uh, It I recommend it Highly recommend it to everyone Go check that shit out It's called Tabia um,
1: T-A-B-I-A
0: I Yeah, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly yeah. I think it's T- Tabia
1: Tabia, Tabia, Tab- Whatever. whatever just look it up rub deep uh, two go words look
0: it up <laughs> rub deep go check that shit out man um i know you haven't heard it yet but i've been listening to it all day it's a super vibey album it's a very unique sound um it's all in punjabi but it has some tracks that feature some english mm-hmm. uh, and those tracks are fire um it's got a mixture of vibey songs so there's like some songs that are a little bit more higher bpms they have somewhat of like a i want to say almost like a uk garage type sound Mm -hmm. but not completely uh and a lot of them have like the weekend type feel to them Uh, so so he's really showing his
1: range on this project that's what it sounds like
0: oh my god and he came out of this shit out of nowhere (laughs) like he really didn't release that much i guess he had a few tracks come out in the past year or so, mm-hmm. but he just dropped this whole project, and it's insane, man. It's a really good, really well put together project. I hope that, you know, him and his team will push this shit out and that this gets the, the, the kind of play that it deserves and the kind of recognition that it deserves because it's definitely like a top tier album very well produced
1: i know you've been a big fan of his for a long time now and you've been you know you essentially put me on to his music what was it last two years ago something like that it's been a while yeah. now um i don't I'll, I'll admit like i don't regularly listen to him uh, i think his for me like it's hit or miss with what i like but yeah um i did listen to one track that you had recommended from this album right before we started recording and yeah. I was like, this is fire. Like it had just started and yeah. I was like, okay, this is already fire. Right. Yeah, so you can tell sonically it's
0: just, yeah. yeah so here's
1: my, quality. uh, action item for you. Okay. Okay. We need to get him on the podcast as a guest.
0: Okay, let's do it. Yeah. We, we definitely need to do a guest series cause a lot of, you know, we've had a lot of interest from people that want to get on, yeah. uh, artists and otherwise, and so I, I think we should start putting that list together of, of people we want to have on the podcast 100%. and talk about different topics. So um, if you're listening out there and you want us to do this guest series, hit us up, let us know so that we can start putting this list together. Usually me and some would like to keep this to ourselves, but you know, I think it'd be nice to have uh, some guests on here and have a different perspective and just people that you probably haven't heard speak before i think that would be that would be the right uh cool thing to do here but yeah um i'll definitely try and hit him up and get him on the podcast i think that would be dope yeah. uh, he kind of reminds me like in terms of like so his progression is also different so when i first got introduced to him it was this track called sauce and sauce is a very sort of hype you know in your face hip hop uh, track you know mm-hmm. almost trapped to a certain extent and re- now I was like holy fuck these, go- these guys are like going crazy on this track In basically where I was born and where I spent a lot of time as a kid and I was like this is fucking wild blew my mind then he dropped this album called King which was a very different vibe from those songs right king was like super vibey um you know a lot of like a lot of like um he's got a boy called um hash and he plays the bass and that guy played a big part of that in that album so a lot of just like bass playing in the background you know almost like close to lo-fi type music and then this kind of like just took that and it, it got elevated even more um, so I think he's progressing beautifully as an artist. Like right. the, the progression is amazing. I would recommend go back if you like this album, go back and listen to King and go back to listen to some of his older stuff. You'll be able to see the progression. Uh it's just cool to like, you know, follow along in an artist's journey. Like we can we kinda see that with J. Cole, right? Like mm-hmm. Born Sinner was a completely different sound from For Your Eyes Only or even K. O. D., you know, like Those sounds are so different and the vibe is so different, but it's great to just kind of follow along on the journey because that's what I appreciate. I appreciate that, you know, artists can make music that reflects that time of their life, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of constantly making the same music throughout, you know. So yeah, um, obviously I'm very excited about this album. Uh, If you're listening, make sure you go check that shit out. Um, Brand new album from Prop Deep called Tapia. Go check that shit out.
1: Yes, and keeping in line with our theme of music for what it seems like this entire episode, um, (laughs) Fateh is a documentary series dropping tonight
0: oh yes tonight Tonight at 9 p.m (laughs) well yeah yeah. it came out yesterday uh Uh, definitely go. that that's i'm actually really looking forward to watching that too that's dropping tonight in three hours by the time you listen to this podcast it'll already be out Mm. but if you haven't checked it out yet make sure you go check that out um it, I he hasn't told me much about it. Uh, he told me about it back, I think, last year when they were recording and stuff. Yeah, same. Um, and he said, you know, my parents are in it, and, you know, my boys are in it, and they did some, they filmed some stuff in California, they filmed a lot of stuff in Brampton. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see how this turns out. Yeah, and it's and it's, it's be cool kind of a big deal
1: that. too, right? Cuz it's it's being uh, aired or done by uh, or it was done by Juno Awards, and Juno's like what wh- how would you equate Juno like the Grammys of the of Canada essentially?
0: Yeah, kind of, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, or the or the Golden Globes of Canada, but like for music.
1: <laughs> so the Grammys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah sure. <laughs> it's not the grant I don't know. I don't even know what the Juno Awards are but it's I, a big deal up there. I mean there's yeah, okay. there's
1: only like a few few different play, uh, things that are done up there in regards to like awards cer- award shows award ceremonies like things of recognition. Yeah. Um but Juno's definitely one of the top ones. I know I know he's had a relationship with Juno for quite a little while now. Um right. they were doing some work with them back in the day like 5 6 I want to say 4 or 5 years ago something like that. Maybe less than that, but they, you know, mm. it's a long-standing relationship, and Juno really puts on its uh, its South Asian artists and brown rappers, yeah. and you know they do a lot. So, um, yeah, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to Fante uh, for this documentary. That's a big step in his career, I think. You know, how many other people can we think of that have documentaries made about them? You know, it's, it's cool. No,
0: yeah, not a lot, especially not in this urban desi scene or whatever. You know, like if if you're talking about like South Asian, South Asian artists there's not a lot of people that have documentaries about them you know and right. it's so funny that we're talking about this documentary after we had just talked about the biggie, biggie documentary, one right you know? yeah and and it's cool that that he's got something like this already out um i can't think of like if i'm thinking of like you know um mickey or Rax or arjun or um anybody in in that space in that sort of industry or whatever nobody really has uh, something like this so this is a big deal for Vate congratulations to him man we're all really proud Uh, we're excited to watch it Um, let's see what happens maybe we'll give you our reviews next time next week when we've watched it
1: it's true we could do that let's do that Yeah, Um, let's definitely
0: do that I think that'll be cool
1: what else is going on with you man what's going on in your personal life anything of note of interest (laughs)
0: Uh, I've just been going to the gym a lot and hey. so I'm really sore all the time. Um, hey, yo, if you're listening right now, drop admitted. him,
1: drop down with a little inspirational like message and be like, yo, we're proud of you and stuff. Cause this man's been hitting the gym like <laughs> religiously for how long has it been now? It's like a, a month or two.
0: Yeah, it's about like eight weeks, probably six to eight weeks. I'm like, All that. right, so this he, time around I'm trying not to like put this I'm trying not to put it on social media or anything. Yeah. Like, you know, because we all know, know my why. policy on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sumit has probably been to the gym every day of his life and I've never seen him Instagram this shit. It's fucking insane. It I, makes no sense. I do it, it for me, no I don't do it for sense you. To me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it makes absolute no sense to me, but kudos to him. Um yeah, um, no, I don't, I don't even know why. I, I think I just want to, like, prove to myself that I can do it this time. Uh, falling off the wagon is just so easy, you know, mm-hmm. like, especially when, when you're trying to manage depression and anxiety, man, like, you know, like, every day is a fight to be like, all right, I'm, I got to get to the gym or yeah. I got to do a home workout or I got to do something, like... I'm like ninety percent of the time I'm like, All right, today's the day I fail. Let's get some McDonald's and I'm like, No <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah, but, we're gonna we're gonna not no, and do that today. Look, I'm proud
1: of you. So, yeah. you, you, know, you and I obviously have been talking about it for quite some time now and you yeah. know we we spoke about what a good schedule looks like, what a good what good eating habits look like and all that. So I think, you know, it's yes. when you have when you're feeling like you wanna quit or you wanna stop or you're not feeling motivated one day You just got to hit one of us up or anybody that, you know, who is close to you and to give you that support. And I think anybody listening right now, we've gotten to a point of intimate relationships with our audience members. Drop the man a little motivation. Just be like, yo, we're proud of you. Keep going. Keep it it running.
0: Yeah. Having support systems is so important, man. Having support systems and actually utilizing them is so important, you know, because like I know everyone out there has friends, but like are you using your friends for, for your benefit? You know what I mean? And not using in a connotation type of way, but like, are you actually, you know, going to them when you need help or are they, are you just going to them when everything is well and good and, you know, to have a good time? Right. Uh, I think that's definitely something I've learned over the last few years is to be able to utilize my friendships uh, and it goes both ways, obviously. Like relationships are a lot of a lot of work. Friendships are a lot mm-hmm. of work. You know, you got to put an effort. You got to be there for the people that are there for you. Um, so yeah, um, thank you first of all. But uh, yeah, man, You're I'm welcome. really happy to be on this journey. Hopefully to get shredded shirtless in Miami in a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. It's That's what I'll post goals. pictures when I have a six pack. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's fire, man. I'm proud of you. Keep it going. Yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here, man. Uh, thank you guys again for joining in to yet another amazing episode of Yet Another Podcast. We'll be back next week. Until then, uh, have a good night. Peace. <laughs> That's it? I fucked up that outro. <laughs> yeah.
1: How many times have we done this?
0: <laughs> Your boy, Summit the Sumit, we're out. Peace.
1: Peace. <laughs> was